as of right now, we're going to get into spoilers. Uh, it's really hard to talk about this movie without spoilers, with how dark it is. I don't even know where to start. I guess we can just talk about kind of the arcs of each character. I mean, Batman, we talked about how there isn't much Bruce Wayne in this movie. Yeah. Um, and I, that's just for a good reason, because Batman, Bruce Wayne doesn't know how to be Bruce Wayne at this point. He just wants to be Batman. He's vengeance. He's just out there trying to bust some heads, stop some crime. You could even see when he was being Bruce Wayne, he was wearing glasses or he was squinting at the sun. Like he wasn't used to yeah, seeing. Not being, you yeah. Know. He's just not used to being out and about, you know, mingling with, you know, the high society crowd, uh, you know, within Gotham. And it's, and that's really a lot of people's complaints about the movie is, you know, there's no, either there's no Bruce Wayne or they just thought that Robert Pattinson's portrayal of Bruce Wayne sucked. And I just think they did this for a reason. You know, they didn't want to go with, you know, the typical Bruce Wayne playboy right out the gate, like every single movie in the series. Yeah. I feel like as these movies progress, you know, either in the second or the third, I think we will get that playboy Bruce Wayne. Cause I think was a, this was a very focused Bruce Wayne. Exactly. He wasn't, he didn't care about Bruce Wayne at all. It was, he was, he was very focused on Batman and his mission and the Gotham project and everything there. So exactly. I, I, I think it was great, man. I, I love this portrayal because he 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 didn't care about Bruce Wayne. You know, no, realistically, not at all. like that wasn't that wasn't a, a thing to him. He was just that when he needed to be type of. So he yeah. was the Batman to him. So I, I liked it, and like you said, I think they will portray more. Like he's gonna kind of get away from that once he kind of. Yeah. You know, we'll see what happens to him, but once he kind of starts to discover himself a little bit more. Yeah, and I I think that. You really start to see that there at the end of this movie. Uh, you know, yeah. whenever, because yes. obviously this is spoilers. I mean, whenever uh, it, oh my God, what an amazing scene. But whenever he gets shotgun blasted right in the chest and he's just chilling there, uh, Catwoman, you know, gets attacked. She's trying to help him up. But like, first off, I'm pretty sure he shoots himself with venom, like the shit that Bane uses. I'm pretty sure that's what he injects because it's that green shit that he injects himself with. I think that's a callback, like to what maybe Ven uh, Bane in the future. Who knows? There's a yeah, lot of I different don't things. What that was? Uh, people are saying it's adrenaline, but I think it's. Venom I thought it was the drops. To be honest, I was like, is this that drug that they've been trying to fight uh, over? I, I don't. I don't know. Maybe, but like with the how green it was, I think it was the the venom. But yeah, he go. He beats the hell out of that dude, man. Like his yeah. face is like black and blue. Hey stops him you know yeah. what i mean uh and then you know that moment where he's just like where they ask him who he is and he says vengeance bro whoa like shook batman it shook him <laughs> he's like oh shit uh, i can't be doing this um and that really you know from there on in that great scene you know him rescuing those people you know in the water he's walking out with that flare and everything he's helping people that, that scene right there where it was above and you could just see him with the red flare on against the water. God, you know, like, we didn't even talk about why the water was there. Yeah, I, I, there's so much to talk about, man. Uh, but sticking on Batman as of right now, that moment, you know, he was kind of, you know, going in the water and coming out. He was kind of baptized into a new person. Yeah. He comes out and he realizes, you know, he can't just be vengeance. He has to be kind of a symbol of hope. You know, yeah. going forward for Gotham, he has to help these people. You know, it's not just about, you know, 
beating the hell out of these dudes looking for answers. Not just about beating up bad guys. Yeah, Looking exactly. for answers. Like you said, it's about if you really want to save Gotham, you got to instill hope in the people. Exactly. Because there is no hope in the city. Exactly. And not only can he do that as Batman, but he can also do that as Bruce Wayne, which, you know, earlier in the movie with Alfred, Alfred's like, you you got to talk to these, like, your bankers and all these. You're, you're hiding from yeah. them pretty much. You haven't made an appearance. Gives them his cufflinks and everything. Uh, but I think going forward, as he figures out how to be Bruce Wayne, maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll start seeing him get even more dressed up. Maybe he'll cut his hair or slick his hair back. He'll like start looking more like Bruce Wayne and like, act he'll look like um, Robert Pattinson from Tenet. Exactly. That's exactly what Bruce Wayne's going to look like, That's you know, exactly by what like, look like. <laughs> he'll be putting on that persona where he's just like mingling with these people. He'll be in like that it. Bruce Wayne persona. He'll it figure out. It. He'll figure out how to do both. Bruce Wayne and Batman are the same person in this movie. He's acting the same way. <laughs> like, yeah. he'll figure out how to do both going right. forward in these. I think, and, and I think that's going to be great. You know, actually seeing a progression through these mm. these couple movies here. Um, same way with the Penguin with the HBO series. I don't know if that's going to be before this movie or if it's going to be like after this movie, like him kind of taking control of the the crime and and Gotham I guess over Falcone cuz Falcone he was great and John Turturro in this movie but he kind of he bites the dust you know Riddler takes he care of him got popped got popped he got popped man <laughs> he got taken care of he did and the thing about it is like we learned that Catwoman is I mean this is in the comics but we learned that Catwoman is her or his uh daughter, yeah, his daughter you know so yeah. like that was a huge connection she had with everything there. So with yeah. with him with him gone, like you said, the penguin and multiple other people are gonna be trying to take over this city now. Yeah. And they kind of throw like a, a little monkey wrench in there. They kind of led you a different way at first. Like whenever they that cool scene where he, like Batman, the little technology he has, you know, the the contacts that records everything were pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and he gives them to her to kind of go in there and check out because he can't go in there and do it. You hidden area of the, the iceberg lounge. Um, but you kind of get that little interaction on her way out where she runs into Falcone and you know there was history between them and they kind of make it seem like she was like working there. It kind of gives you an impression of something else and then it leads to her being his daughter. Right. Um, which was pretty, they, I like the way they twisted that. But yeah, Batman's arc in this, I like Catwoman's arc in this because they actually gave her a story. She was she was hiding her friend that was dating. Wasn't she involved with the, the mayor that was killed? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the and reason he she went ended to up, Right, she ended up getting killed as well. Um, and that's what set Catwoman off, you know, yeah. as far as being being angry and trying to get all these answers because she disappeared. She found her, you know. Yeah, and then whenever they get back, she's gone again, <laughs> and they have to she's right. looking for her. But yeah, I liked her arc in this as well. She, uh, Zoe Kravitz was great. I can't wait to see more of her. She was fantastic. Riddler, we couldn't really talk about really without getting into spoilers because there's really so little of him. I mean, he's in it somewhat, but he's kind of well hidden. Yeah, um, there's apparently multiple shots of him throughout the beginning of the movie. You know, where he's in shots, like in in a window or something, oh, and like really? you, you don't. Yeah, man. I didn't like know that. I, I cannot wait to watch this movie again just so I could look for all this stuff. Yeah, you know. But this, yeah, you find out so he's details. like right across the street from like the police station, pretty much, <laughs> like just chilling. <laughs> um, but Paul Dano was absolutely great in this movie. He was so creepy and menacing. Um, 
and I love the musical cue, like Ave Maria, every time that, yeah. you know, it was involved with the, the Riddler plotting his tricks. Uh, like you mentioned before, and you know, the, the non-spoiler review, that scene in the, like pretty much the beginning of the movie where it's the mayor's just walking around, you know, talking on the phone and the TV flashes and he's just kind of standing there. Oh, it gives just me chills steal. thinking about it, man. And that's how the movie kicks off. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And like like the movie it kicks off with him looking at the yeah. mayor through the through the goggles like and you so didn't he sees know him who like you didn't know who it was or what was going on right like, is it the Riddler is it Batman just doing investigizzle or something like yeah exactly and so and it was kind of like a theme in the movie with people looking through goggles like spying and that's just it was it felt so Batman man and the Joker the Joker the Riddler um. All those Batman notes and the cards and how the cards had just it was so awesome to see him just spin this web, you know, just yeah. catch you know, like running Gordon and Batman through a loop here and just coming out in jail, but still getting what he wanted, you know, even though. Yeah, I mean, he turned himself in. That was part of the plan. Yeah, exactly. He, he still ended up getting what he's wanted, even though the end Batman stopped. You know, for a lot of people from dying. Yeah, he still blew up all those walls. Yeah, and flooded the entire city, man. Which would is a crazy way to start out a first movie in a trilogy is to flood your entire city in the at the end of the first movie, yeah. man. That um, is crazy. Yeah, and I think that's that's going to lead into kind of a I don't know if you you heard about No Man's Land. It was a kind of a an arc in the the Batman comics where something similar happens where it leaves Gotham pretty much in disarray and they kind of section it off because it's just so diminished. Like there was, I think there was flooding among other shit. I think there was earthquakes involved, but pretty much Gotham is like section kind of like dark Knight rises where they kind of, uh, quarantine it in a way. Yeah. Um, but you know, everything's run down, the streets are destroyed. And then each part of Gotham is kind of run by, you know, the Joker runs this area, the mob runs this area, all these bad guys own each section of Gotham, and then Batman is just kind of stuck in the middle. Um, which, oh who knows, God. maybe that's going to happen kind of going forward, which would be pretty crazy. Um, but before we get to be one up. of the best scenes in the movie, I thought, you mentioned these crimes that the the Riddler's committing, and we go back to that that awesome Batman and Gordon's bond through this movie. Right from that first scene, you know, where they're investigating the mayor's murder, it's you get that just kind of claustrophobic sense. You know, you get the feeling of Batman walking down these hallways, you know, all these cops looking at him like, who is this dude? Why is he here? Like, he shouldn't be here. And, yeah. you know, think and knowing that they want to arrest him, yeah. you know, yeah, half and, of them want to arrest him, half of them want to help, but still, like, it's probably very, very. And then he's got to go in there and investigate, yeah, and try to help. And you can just see that, like, Batman is just checking everything out, like looking at everything, trying to, you know, piece everything together. Um, and then, of course, you know, the commissioner comes in and flips out on Gordon right there for even allowing him on the crime scene. And, you know, it's cool to see Gordon just have his back. Like, I'm vouching for him. And he even sends, gets him out of here. And as they're walking out, like, he looks at something on the ground. He's like, What, you got something? <laughs> he's like, He's helping him out. Um, yeah. But it's, it's... That, that's how the cops are in these, like in the comics and in the movies. Like they're just Gordon's always got his back, but most of them were just like, man, Batman, you let Batman come in here, why you let this freak come in here? Like, yeah, they all hate him, man. And that just shows, they like, they they 
they really go deep into, you know, how corrupt Gotham is in this movie. And, you know, the Falcone owns the police. He owns, yeah. you know, the mayor. He owns the DA. He owns all this. Um, everybody's on on payroll, you know. Um, yeah. And that it really shows you that whenever there's a point in this movie where Gordon tells Batman, he's like, you're the only guy I trust. <laughs> and like, you know, it's that bad where he's trust like Batman's the only dude. You can tr After only two years <laughs> of doing this, this dude in his suit just busted heads. He's like, you're the only dude I trust, man. Uh, whatever you say. It, it's it's right. You know, like, you know, I don't, you know, Batman might betray somebody but it's gonna be because of the right reasons nice like not I, I don't know how to explain that other than like i, I think of mean, a situation though. with like a superman losing it and batman doing something that would be against superman but for the good of humanity like that's the only time i could see batman betraying somebody like a yeah. superman or a gordon or you know any or a robin like because at the end of the day he's still trying to protect everybody yeah but he's, he's he's gordon's right like to trust Batman. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's, you really kind of, that's where it kind of mirrors seven, you know, with Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman, where yeah. it's really kind of like that, you know, it's Batman and Gordon going to these different crime scenes and then, you know, checking out these different leads together or, you know, Batman just going and bust heads. Uh, but I like that dynamic because we never, we've gotten the meetings between Batman and Gordon before, but we never really saw them kind of working together to solve this crime, yeah. you know, to piece it, it out. It's usually pretty generic yeah. for the most part. Yeah, but and as far as we really got detective work in this movie, whereas maybe in like the old, like the Nolan movies, maybe you get like one scene of like, all yeah. right, this is the detective scene or like, and like this is where he's like doing the work. Okay. I think, what was Back it? Back to blowing in, stuff up. In the Dark Knight, he like uses that like, that bullet hole and they like reconstruct the wall where the bullet hole went in and the bullet and Just they found the fingerprint the, on the bullet and like that was it that was like <laughs> that was the extent of the detective work that he did in, in that movie you know other than you know when he planted that phone or whatever you know but like yeah. still, it wasn't really detective and then Morgan, work. Just they, they just had like up. that sonar or whatever that computer yeah. but yeah yeah that was really extent where this was like nitty-gritty he didn't really have a lot of the technology i mean he had the you know the contacts but he didn't really have too much other than you know his brain and even that kind of he messes up sometimes he's, he's a rookie still i mean i know it's been two years but he's been su he's super green to this type of stuff and he's just gonna get better with time exactly exactly uh and we with you know the discovery because the whole reason the riddler is doing this is just to expose the corruption within gotham yeah the, the higher elite they're just out for their own interests in the end and that leads to, you know, the truth behind, and this was actually kind of bold to go and just, you know, set up the story with Martha is an Arkham. You know, the big two families in Gotham were the Arkhams and the Waynes. Mm -hmm. And um, Martha was an Arkham and, you know, she had problems. She was seen in therapy. She was being committed in times. And Thomas Wayne was trying to hide this up because he was going on mayor mayoral campaign. And then he paid Falcone to, you know, silence the writer that, you know, had the evidence of this and everything. And Falcone saw that as an opportunity, like, okay, I have this on you now. He ends up killing the dude and just to have this over Thomas Wayne. And that's not what he mm -hmm. wanted to happen. And that kind of sets up maybe hush in the future because uh, the guy's, I think it was Thomas Elliot or no Thomas Elliot's hush, but it's his dad was the, the guy that was bringing the evidence to, you know, to bring down Thomas Wayne. 
Um, so that could actually set up Hush in the future, the story, you know, that graphic novel. Where Bruce which... has to deal with more from this past, you know. Exactly. And he's just trying to take down Bruce Wayne um, at that point, which would that would be a crazy storyline to put on film as well. Um, but you really kind of get a backstory where maybe Bruce finds out maybe his 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 dad wasn't as squeaky clean as he thought. And then, yeah. Um, there was a lot this of. This is really the first time that I'm seeing that type of thing. You know, I always, you always hear about Thomas Wayne being the great man, you know, just like the founder of all this and just Bruce looking up to him so much, but yeah, it this, really tears the world him. apart when he finds out about that. Yeah. And he's talking to Alfred about it how like Alfred says, like he, he wasn't, he was never a hundred percent sure that it yeah. was, whether it was him or Falcone some random or, Mar- or Maroney or just some, some other random person. Um, right. So, I mean, but and you really, the movie you know yeah but you he finds out like that wasn't meant to happen like he wasn't purposely trying to get this dude killed he was just trying to you know protect his family at that point um whether it was the right thing to do or not uh but i thought that was a pretty interesting route to go in and and that actually you know we kind of covered everything there but the main scene i really want to talk about and one of my favorite scenes of the movie was after the riddler gets caught man that interrogation scene where he's just on the other side of the glass and batman's there he's and it at it. this point, you think Batman knows, like, the Riddler knows who Bruce Wayne's Batman at this point. The reason he's going yeah. there, he's like, all right, he knows I'm, like, Bruce is Batman. He knows who I am. Um, and that's really what you get, you know, when you, you see it in the trailer, he says, Bruce Wayne, or whatever. And Paul Dano in this scene was absolutely amazing and how just, like, evil he seemed. Like, how conniving. He had it all put together and everything. Um you know, until he says like that one line where he's just like, we, we almost had him or like, I think that's what he says where he's like Bruce Wayne or whatever. And he's it's like, like and then we he, almost, we had almost him. got him. We and that's when you him. know, like he doesn't know. Wait, wait a second. This motherfucker don't even know I'm Bruce Wayne. <laughs> but, the whole time, <laughs> but the whole time he's sitting there is so tense because he keeps saying like Bruce Wayne and then he's talking about yeah. like, and then like Batman's look, there's a lot of like emotional, even though he's behind a cow and everything, you can tell he's observing everything. It's like eye movements and everything. Like he's looking yeah. at the security cameras because he's like, oh, he's going to call me out. He's going to reveal my identity right here. Um, but yeah, it, that was an amazing scene. And then, you know, as he – the whole thing is he thinks that he's working with Batman in a way, Thriller. He yeah. thinks he's doing Batman's like, work. Where I'm trying to lead you. He's more or less trying to lead him to – the answers, but he's playing his own sick, twisted game at the same time. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, we're kind of doing the same thing in a way, except, you know, the Riddler's not afraid to kill people. Uh, but he thinks that he's doing, he's helping in a way. He thinks that they're going to be partners in some sort he of way. Ends justify the means, more or e- less. Exactly. Know? Exactly. Uh, and obviously it's not. And I feel like it would have been weird. And I, that kind of me- goes into what I was going to say about the ending, where, you know, you would maybe in these normal circumstances expect a showdown between maybe like the big baddie and a Batman. I would feel bad seeing Batman just whoop this dude's ass. Cause there'd be no yeah. fight fighting back, dude. <laughs> no, it's just like the Joker in that, in that scene in the dark night where he's just laughing at him. Like yeah. he, he would be knocked out eventually, but there'd be no fighting back whatsoever. There'd be no fighting back. So they had to do something yeah. else there. Uh, but that scene was, was fantastic, man. And, what he's just starts 
kind of just as he's talking, he's just spiraling out of control and kind of gets crazier and crazier as they're talking. Where he's even he starts singing Ave Maria in, in the interrogation yeah. room. Uh, and then when Batman just kind of, you know, shuts him down, then he just starts crying. Like he just starts freaking out and crying like this wasn't supposed to happen. Like some, like he just loses it at that point. And I mean, we got to talk about the other Arkham scene, man, in Arkham. I mean, this this the second one, the second scene, man. I mean, whether they needed to do it or not, they they did it. And Matt Reeves already said, like, don't expect, you know, this to carry into the second movie or anything. This was just kind of a, a throw in type thing as of right More now. More or less to let you know he's there. He's there. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, as everybody knows who watches and I hope you're not watching this review without watching the movie. But they put the Joker in this movie. You don't really see him too too well. He's creepy. You He's... can thousand percent tell that's the Joker, man. Yeah. Like, and you see God. his grin behind the you know the the glass a little bit. What you can see. Um, he even mentions there's one line about they all call you a clown or something yeah. like that. So he oh, even God. says the Riddler's line in it. He's like, "Riddle me this" or whatever. <laughs> no, I thought that was pretty cool. Saying something about like what's something that gets more valuable the the less you have or something that he's like a friend or you yeah. know he's people start laughing like <laughs> yeah so they're <laughs> like, gonna be conniving together oh maybe um i could see them doing something in the third movie like that's where the joker the joker is batman's if they only do a trilogy yeah. joker would be like the big bad you know the like the the main nemesis there yeah and i mean the uh Matt Reeves had an interview about this. He actually talked about it. He says that like this version of the Joker, even though you don't get the seal, he, there's two deleted scenes. Uh, they shot one other scene that was that they had in the movie and they decided to take it out, but they said they will release it eventually for people to see. And Batman actually goes and talks to the Joker, kind of like a silence of the lambs thing where he goes like where they meet with Hannibal Lecter to kind of catch the killer. Batman goes and talks to the Joker about how to catch the Riddler. And in that scene, apparently the Joker even says, like, this is our one-year anniversary. And, like, oh my God. and it sets up, like, all right, this... They already have a history at this point. And, you know, this is just the beginning of it. You know, Batman's just starting to really be Batman. The Joker isn't even really the Joker yet. Yeah, I was going to um, say, he probably doesn't even know the full, the extent of what the Joker's capable of. Exactly. Um, and another little thing that he, he kind of mentioned was this Joker has, a like, a de defect where he's permanently smiling. Like, he can't stop smiling. That's just the way his face is. So that's going to yeah. be creepy. Um, kind of similar to, like, the, the Jack Nicholson one, I guess. But he had, like, yeah. that was just the way they kind of constructed his face. But it's going to be similar to that. So I'm interested to see if he's going to be in a future one. But it was a nice little hint in there, whether it was needed or not. Um, right. But I'm looking, forward awesome to, to see. I'm looking forward to see that extra scene, you know, with Batman kind of questioning the Joker here eventually. Mm -hmm go towards the end of this movie here you know you already mentioned that the city flooding batman saves everybody he's really trying to be he finds out he's supposed to be a beacon a beacon of hope instead of just fear uh in the city and now you just kind of where do you where do you go from here you know catwoman goes to bloodhaven he's he turns his way going back to gotham because she thinks it's it's too far gone you can't save gotham at this point um, but yeah. he's taking it upon himself. But he's gonna to do try. It. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, rebuild the city, do what you can. Just try to try to, like you said, just be a beacon of hope. You know, for the people. Yeah. And you know, people, mob bosses are gonna be moving in. He's just gonna be dealing with this. But it's 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 his mission. You know, yeah. it's it's why he's here. 
and that's what he truly believes. Yeah. I mean, this this movie was fantastic. I can't wait to see it again. Uh, we did mention Alfred a little bit. We didn't really get into him just because he's not really in the movie too much. Um, yeah. Andy, I, I don't really have a judgment on how Andy Serkis was just because we didn't really get too much of him. I keep thinking of, I'm like, every time he kept coming up on screen, I was like, this dude's trying to steal some vibranium, man. <laughs> like, the only reason he's here is so he can get the Wakanda and get that goddamn vibranium. That's what I was thinking every time I saw him on screen. I couldn't get Bruce, the, it. Bruce, was almost like a, you gotta get me some vibranium. <laughs> It was almost like what we said about Morgan Freeman, where it kind of if if Morgan Freeman would have been in this movie, I would have been taken out of the movie yeah. a little bit. Seeing him in a in a movie like that close like this, to being in like Black Panther and everything, yeah, just then it then it, I don't know. It just it wasn't like a normal superhero recast. Like for me, I just I kept seeing him, even though he wasn't like being the same claw that he is in Marvel. It just I was like, man, this dude, he's yeah. got the same hair. Like he's got the sleeves rolled up. Like yeah, he's just the trying best to steal everything. Pretty. The same thing. <laughs> he just didn't have the beard. Exactly. But he was awesome in this movie. Every time he was on screen, it was great. You know, yeah, he, he was he pretty decent. Scenes out. Uh, I'm hoping to, to see more of him and especially get more involved uh, going forward, especially if they start, you know, I mean, they have, I feel like they have to, if he, if, Bruce starts being Bruce again and he gets involved with the company. My guess he is going to get the technology from the company and he that's where he's going to really start becoming the Batman, you know, with all the technology like the gadgets and everything. Even though Having he has some of them now. Back exactly. at the base. Exactly. Feeding him info, you know. I think that's where we're going to be headed eventually where Alfred is working with him to I mean, we kind of saw it a little bit where he's solving the puzzles for him and the riddles. Yeah, um, he was integral to that. Where he saw the word "drive" on yeah. the screen there, and they found the the he thumb starts, drive. The oh thumb my off. god! <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Like he he found the car because the shears were stuck in the tire, and that's probably what they used to cut the thumb off. Thumb off. And oh my god! Like that, the Riddler. It was awesome. It was so awesome to it see this awesome. like come together, and then following the Riddler's breadcrumbs the whole time. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I already mentioned one of my favorite scenes was the interrogation, uh, before we, we kind of go into the closing stuff, I already mentioned it before, but one of the best parts, and I keep thinking about of the movie was probably the first 20 minutes, half hour of the movie, you know, the whole introduction of just the Riddler, but also Batman where, man, just where it talks, where it's that monologue, you know, it's like October 31st, like this, it just, oh man, it gives me chills thinking about it. Where it's just, it reminds me of Watchmen, you know, with Rorschach a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. But you get like the the scenes where it shows like all these crimes going down, and then like one, it shows each one of them, you know, look towards a shadow, and he's like, they look in the shadows, and and they'll know I could be there or whatever. Like they see the, like the light in the sky, <laughs> and it's a warning. And I'm like, oh my god, that is awesome. That is what Batman is supposed to be. That's like you were saying though at the beginning of the movie, he thought. He was going to solve the problem by only fear. Yeah. By the end of the movie, you saw a, a whole different, like not a whole different Batman, but like you saw where he's he's growing already as far as what he what he needs to do to be who he needs to be, who he wants to be for the city here. Yeah. But exactly the whole beginning, like like you were saying, when the criminals are looking at the shadows and they don't see it, like they're like, oh, he could be, and they got to another crime scene where. There's criminals and there's a, a you know a shadow and they're looking at it and they're like oh, let me let me go somewhere yeah and then the third scene you see 
He he slowly oh my god, just and it's just silent, and then you just hear the footsteps, like the thumping, and oh my god, <laughs> it just gives you that presence. And then he just comes out of the shadows, man, and then whoops ass. Like the fight scenes in this, I felt were really were really good, even though there wasn't a lot throughout the course of the movie. There was a couple decent scenes, um, but the fighting I thought was great, and it. it was brutal. Yeah, absolutely. And like one of my favorite scenes was the hallway where you the the only light in the scene was from the gun flashes. Oh yeah, and apparently they did that. Yeah, that. They did that practically. Yeah, I was all practically shot. It wasn't like CGI to, you know, or anything like that. It yeah. was just that was literally lit by the gunshots. You know, yeah. the and muzzle flash. It kind of it reminds you of that scene in The Dark Knight Rises, but better <laughs> because better. like they were like it wasn't just that one little scene you seen in the trailer. He's hiding up there in the elevator. It drops down, and it's like twenty seconds or thirty seconds of him just fucking all these dudes up while they're firing mm. at him. I don't know how he doesn't get shot like in the jaw, but I know, right? He's just taking all those bullets and he's just whooping ass. Oh yeah. my god, it was so cool. And it was so whenever cool. He, he he takes down, you know, the the four chan users there that mm-hmm. <laughs> the Riddler's uh, goons there at the end, which was it was cool to see how they got how these guys get their henchmen and their riddlers and they're like they're they're goons you don't normally see that they're just kind of there uh and it was just funny to see that little video where it's normally like a scary riddler just like you know batman i want to kind of like saw like i want to play a game yeah and then it just shows like you know his message like hey guys thanks for the followers <laughs> and all this <laughs> like thanks for all the follows i just <laughs> Right, when we were watching our whisper, I was like, this is Batman in 2022. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I said that to you, dude, while we were watching it. It, it was it was crazy just, just to see the dynamic shift from the Jack Nicholson Batmans to now. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's it's so awesome. So, like you were saying, it was really cool to see how he was getting his henchmen. And he, the main plan was to to blow everything up, flood the city, and force everybody inside that convention center, and then have like a massacre. They were gonna in there. kill the the mayor elect and and everything, mm-hmm. man. And I mean, they almost and- succeeded in that. Uh, but man, that entrance as well, where Batman just that you see like the the little like detonations going off around the glass on the ceiling, and he just comes down through. That was fucking mm-hmm. awesome. And then he's yeah. just immediately like kicking ass, like, and it reminded me of Arkham, where he's just fucking these dudes up, and then he'll like he'll like kick them off the ledge and they're already like connected to a rope and they're just hanging there, man. It was awesome. And I just can't like wait knows, to see more of not, that. He's not trying to kill him, but he, it's just like so flawless the way he's executing everything. Exactly. Like it, it was planned out, you know, up until, you know, we already talked about getting the shotgun blast and from there. Um, but overall, man, I love this movie. I cannot wait to watch it again. I, I definitely give it, you know, a nine, 9.5 out of 10. Um, definitely going to, Definitely recommend watching this movie and scooping it as soon as it comes out. I'm definitely going to buy yeah. this movie when it comes out. I would say nine and a half would probably be my score I give this movie. It was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was amazing. So, yeah, that's the review. Make sure to like and subscribe. Make sure to watch all the content across the channel. We got a lot more reviews in store for you, along with a special project that's been in the works here. Uh kind of involving what we've been talking about not just batman but superheroes in general so be on the lookout for that here we're going to announce that shortly um make sure to follow us on twitter you know at waves 5 media and also squad pod sports on there as well um like and subscribe and we'll see everybody next time